What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Copon. It's September 28, 2022, and this is Lift and Learn episode 100. Oh my god, I can't believe I made it. Anyways, in this episode, I'll talk about how you can deal with the feeling of burnout. So this happens to everybody, and it can be related to anything, even outside of health and fitness. So I'll talk about some ways to deal with that, okay? And in the second topic for today, I'll talk about the importance of working out to get stronger. So if you're looking to get leaner, build more muscle, and build your metabolism, this could be the breakthrough you're looking for. If you're someone who eats salad all the time to lose weight while doing a bunch of cardio, that certain topic might blow your mind. Before that though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon, and you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram, at liftandlearnpodcast, on Twitter, at liftandlearnpod, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. Healthcare may not be free, but taking care of your health is free powerful words right there and i know i'm not the first one to say that so i'm not going to act like it's an original quote but man how true is that Healthcare may not be free everywhere but taking care of your health is free now yes there are extreme cases where surviving alone is more important than living optimally like including a well-balanced diet and exercise into your life but in most cases to most people who are privileged to listen to this podcast or watch this on youtube Your health is under your own control. And people aren't going to want to hear this because they don't want to hear that their own life decisions led them to the way they look or or, uh, where they are in life. It hurts a bit because it is the truth. Trust me, we've all been there. We just have to take responsibility and change a bit in the right direction. I don't mean you need to change everything all at once because that'll drive you crazy. People already don't like change as it is. I still remember... Uh, what was it? A few years ago, people were like going crazy about the first time Facebook changed their layout or when like Instagram changed their icon. Oh my God. Like something that means so little in our lives, really. We just get mad over small shit like that. Seriously. Some change and sacrifice is necessary if you are looking to improve your health, though. No question about it. And I don't mean doing the next fad diet that the news or media will highlight, like doing keto or no carb or a completely sugar-free diet. It's actually much more simple than that. Making better decisions that will directly affect your health, those are free decisions that you can make. It's really just up to you if you're going to do something about it. Either that or you complain and say that you can't do it or it's too hard. You can blame your genetics, but it's very, very, very likely it's not your genetics, like over 99% chance. And that's just a made-up stat, but there is a really high chance that you can overcome whatever obstacle it may be. Usually, it's not even the genetics that's the problem. It's really just the lifestyle that you might have learned from your parents or the way you grew up. It usually doesn't have to do with your actual genetic makeup. It's the lifestyle you've been living, and you probably subconsciously like had to live that way since you were a child, basically. 
Here's the thing. Exercise benefits many issues that are just prevalent in our world today. So that means physical activity in general, just moving more, that's going to help with longevity. It can help when it comes to managing heart disease, type 2 diabetes, even for type 1 diabetes, it just helps with everyday life. You just start to feel stronger every day. You're improving your immune system with exercise. There's just a combination of so many different things that you can do to live a better life. Exercise can even help when it comes to dealing with stress, your energy levels, the benefits are really endless, helps with lowering morbidity and mortality, obviously you're far more likely to get a chronic disease like heart disease, cancer, and diabetes if you don't watch what you're eating and aren't active aside from whatever movements you do at work. It's about the spare time and what you do with it. In terms of improving those things, exercising for just a few weeks should start to improve some of those markers. So the change in that aspect can be pretty quick, actually, even though it might not show up on the body so much. If your diet is mainly junk food while being sedentary, so not moving much, compared to someone who follows a healthy diet and stays active, I don't really think that's up for debate who's healthier in the situation. Now, obesity is only getting worse, so... Any improvement to physical activity and diet, again, those are free personal choices that you can make. That's going to help. The results may not come super fast, but every day you just get better and better the more you practice and you start to find a way to slowly fit it into your lifestyle if you want to. Of course, changing your diet and adding exercise in there will improve blood flow, lower blood pressure, lowers cholesterol, it just brings it to a normal level. You'll also find you'll get injured less. That's good also. Strengthening those areas that people always tell you that with older age you're bound to get to get that lower back pain or the knees and the feet hurt. I mean, if you don't want to live that way, again, keep your overall health as solid as you can make it and you increase your chances. I won't even dive into whole, into the whole um, diet thing because then I'm just going to go on for another 10 minute rant. Listen, nobody's perfect when it comes to what they're eating in their diet or how much someone is exercising. Nobody does it perfect all the time. But it's just that little effort is that's all it takes to try to get it in somehow. Even if it may just be like an extra 10 minutes of standing up. Something that simple or going for a two minute walk outside. Just do something. We all start somewhere. It's all about losing weight and keeping it off. A lot of people can cut weight if they really want to. Eat less, it's that simple, but can you do a strategy like that forever? No, and you shouldn't in the first place, even if you could. So in terms of losing weight and keeping it off, it's the behavioral changes that's going to have to take place before anything else. And these are pretty simple steps to get into better health overall, but it really just a it, it, sorry, it's just a personal decision. If you want to change, you're going to have to do something different that you may than you uh, may not be used to. Now, that doesn't mean exercise for you means joining a CrossFit class. It's a slow process to get to your dream body, sure, but on the way there, every day, you're just going to constantly look and feel better. It's just going to help in so many ways. You have control at the end of the day. I give you the information or the information's out there on the internet or other podcasts, but at the end of the day, you need to go to work. Just build small changes over time. Anybody could do it. That being said, if you're listening to this podcast, whenever I put it up, then my birthday just passed a week ago on the Sunday. Yeah, I had a great weekend, had a fam jam on my birthday. That was great. Friends party on the Saturday night. That was a good time. Whole week overall was great, but I'll talk about that in a bit because that also means that it's two years of the podcast. Oh my God. Can't believe I made it. 
<laughs> I launched the podcast the very first episode that was on my 30th birthday, so I'm now 32. So it's been two years of the podcast, which is pretty cool. I've been in touch with some of the listeners through the DMs, uh, made a few clients along the way, so that's been awesome so far. I've covered over 200 topics now at this point, so I just wanted to thank you to those who do listen to the podcast, and I hope I'm able to give you information that you're able to apply in your own lives, and if you're a personal trainer, then maybe you've also been able to spread the word to your own clients. That'd be cool too. My birthday though, leading up to the birthday actually was the most exciting part, So these episodes come out on Monday usually, but I record them on Friday. So on my birthday, I just treated myself to so much golf. I had tee times from Thursday to Sunday, four rounds of golf. Two of them were free. That's the main reason why I got to play so much. Yeah, so last Thursday, I played at Lionhead at the Legends course, which is pretty expensive. But my uncle had a free round that we were able to use, which is the only reason why I would even go there because it's way out of my price range that's actually the hardest course in canada actually if you want to google that you can but i'm telling you it was difficult i didn't play great that day but it was a pretty nice day out plus it's free golf can't complain right and i got to hang out with my family that course was super nice it's always a go uh it's always a treat going there on friday though that that next day that was Oh my god, that was actually nuts. I started that day, I had a 7.50 tea time. I showed up to the golf course, probably like 7.30, paid up. I was actually able to play by myself. I showed up and the guy was like, oh yeah, go ahead. If you want to start, I mean, go ahead. You don't have to wait for the other three people. I was like, I was like, okay, cool. That was awesome. It was pretty cold though that morning. So there were probably a bunch of cancellations that morning. Uh, that actually was probably the best day because I got to play by myself for nine holes, got to just work on my game, you know? So I got to play two golf balls at once and I actually ended up playing two more rounds after that with my family, which was unexpected. But again, that was super fun. I got to the golf course 7.30 and I didn't leave until like four in the afternoon. So that was a crazy day. Played like 36 holes in that time frame, and I was hoping that... That would be a day where at the end of the day, I'd be super good at golf because that was so much practice time, but you know, I actually got worse as the day progressed. It must've been like the fatigue or something, but my mechanics are just way off, but hopefully I can fix it one day. I don't know. Be, but, okay, so, but here's the bad news. Because of that day with nearly nine hours of golf, my right knee started acting up. So I don't know, man, let's hope that goes away in a few days. I'm wearing a brace. I mean, I've been wearing a brace for like the past few days. I got a little limp going. Stairs are a huge problem actually, but I think the pain's going to be gone in a few days. I've still been able to train and work out it. I mean, work out through it so far. But yeah, I may have been doing bad on the golf course, but whatever. You can't complain when you're just enjoying the outdoors, man. I had some good shots, but I'm having trouble keeping the ball in play. (laughs) That's a huge problem. Plus, my putting hasn't improved, even though I have this putting mat in my garage and I'm pretty good. But I don't know, it's different in real life. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) But yeah, I'm super glad that the weather held up for my own little personal tournament. I'm not even that good at golf, but it's just a way for me to get out there, take in the outdoors, get some fresh air, get some walking in. Those steps can be important. Movement, that's key. 
I also plan on playing Sunday morning. Probably going to have to take Saturday off because of my knee. That's the plan at least. I just want to see how it progresses. But yeah, I ate good. That's all I have to say. I ate good for my birthday, man. I'm getting closer to 40 years old now, and that's probably where I'll start to see some of that physique or the strength drop off. But I think if I train smart going forward, I don't think it'll be as pronounced as some people might think. I feel like I'm still a few years away from my prime at this point. It's always people who've never worked out consistently in their lives say things like, oh, when you get to this age, it's going to be impossible for you to work out or you're just going to get fat when you're older. Like, no, that's not the case. I'm disciplined. It's like showering and brushing my teeth every day. It's not like I'm going to stop working out. You just got to find a way. There may be times where training has to take a backseat to other more important things in life, but I'll never just cut it out completely. It's about adapting or uh, yeah, adapting your training accordingly so that you can do it for the long term. Question one, how to deal with burnout. If you've been lifting for a while, then this is eventually going to happen. It happens to everyone lifting weights, and not even just from lifting weights. You can get burnt out doing literally any activity at any level you do it at if you do it for long enough. So no one's immune to this. Everyone's going to have to go through it. We can't just keep pushing harder and harder forever. And that's especially true when we're talking about about sorry about how your workouts, which is the kind of burnout that I'm going to talk about in this episode, and how to overcome it. Burnout can happen to everyone, every single person, even me. I'm 32 years old now, and I've been lifting for almost 10 years at this point, so it's not like I'm a true veteran. I started working out in my early 20s, and I started out that super motivated person, never skipped a day ever, go harder, go home, you know, that attitude. And that lasted for years, actually. The first few years of my lifting, I was like that. But at this point in my career, and more so as I get older, I like to think I've become smarter and wiser with my own training, learning from my own experiences and from my clients as well. So this burnout happens to everyone. You don't need to panic. Even me, I used to think that my muscles would just waste away if I took more than a few days off. But I'm at this point in my lifting career where motivation doesn't get me there. It's the discipline. I know I'm going to get back to working out eventually because it's just so ingrained in my life now. So a few days off isn't going to completely throw off my schedule when it comes to working out. If you're new to working out, then some off days could mean taking even more off days than scheduled. But that doesn't really have to do with burnout. I'm talking about those people who have already been doing anything consistently than just getting exhausted or tired of whatever it is. Again, it doesn't have to be just fitness and exercise related. It could be with anything. You might even notice this with work or school, parenting and dealing with kids. The same things I'm talking about mostly apply if you can adapt whatever I'm saying to whatever it is that you may be feeling burnt out about in your life. But you might, uh, you might notice that my examples are more fitness related because this is a fitness podcast after all. So I'm here to help those people specifically in a general sense. So finally, getting to the fact about how to get over burnout, especially in terms of working out. First off, if you need to take some time off, that's the easiest way to do it. And that's the first tip on how to deal with burnout. You're not just going to lose all your muscle after a week or even two weeks off. Muscle just doesn't waste away like that, especially if you stick to your diet, which should be fairly high protein if you're an active person. If you do decide to take a step back and take some time off, then of course, when you are going to start exercising again, then you should ease back into it. 
you might have to step away from exercising seriously for a while until you miss it again. Those those workouts, those are super solid. Like you're going to feel DOMS and all that good stuff. You're going to feel that soreness. When you've missed working out in the gym and then you get back in there, those are usually some of the best workouts you might have because you'll feel all the muscles you need to. You'll feel it again more than you've probably been used to if you've been consistently working out over and over. Another tip, switch up your programming when you're getting back into it. You may be burnt out because you're constantly training the same way. Maybe the same rep ranges or the same split routine every week, or you're doing the same exercises over and over. If you're always doing a PPL workout, a push-pull leg split, try a full body workout or even an upper-lower split. That could get the internal juices flowing again. If you're always constantly doing like a powerlifting routine where you're lifting heavy weight for three to five reps, maybe it might be time to slow down those reps and work in a higher rep, higher volume kind of workout for a few weeks and see how you enjoy that and how your body reacts to that. Switch that focus a little bit and it's like a breath of fresh air for your training. If you're doing the same thing over and over, uh, sometimes I've talked to people who say they've been doing the same routine for years and they've noticed no changes. Well, if there's no change in the workout, how can you expect your body to change? Your body adapts pretty quickly to what you're doing, so you need to have a plan to progress going forward. And when it comes to your training, another small tip would be to do exercises you don't normally do. Something else for you to master, and you can perfect that and get better at that movement. That could be something to think about also. You could be hitting different muscle fibers that way. Even a little change like going from a straight leg deadlift to a bent knee deadlift. I mean, those are just a few degrees off in that knee flexion area, but the movement is basically the same in those movements. You're targeting the posterior chain of your legs, so your hamstring or butt activation, but the knee is slightly flexed in one movement over the other, and even something as small as that could make a change in where you feel the movement. So you are going to have to experiment uh, with some of the stuff. There's no one workout that's going to work for every single person because we're all different. Another option could be to try a different modality of training. That could mean working out with resistance bands, playing around with some kettlebells, doing some recuperative stuff on some days like yoga, meditation, breath work. I don't know, maybe even CrossFit to a certain extent. Obviously, don't injure yourself or be super competitive with it. So there's many other forms of physical activity that you can do. Do something you'll enjoy. Fitness and health could mean a lot of things. Even though I talk about resistance training being the best form of exercise all the time, but doing something you enjoy, maybe golfing if you're like me for the summer, maybe some basketball or hiking or biking or walking, whatever it is, do those different modalities of exercise or physical activity. Also, you could even find some improvements in your mood as well. Doing something active you enjoy could be the key to making positive life choices, especially when you're thinking long-term. There's a lot of ways to overcome burnout. If we're talking about physically burnt out, you may notice injuries or tiny little aches and pains. A little time off could help with that. Remember that recovery is a huge part when it comes to the progress you're trying to consistently make. Going through a period where you're feeling burnt out, this could happen multiple times throughout your fitness journey, so it's not like this is a one-time thing. You learn over time what works for you when it comes to getting over this little burnout period where you might not be loving exactly what you're doing. When I say burnout, it doesn't really have to be something you take a real long break from. It could just be a few days, could be a few weeks or even months, 
I think this is kind of something we all had to deal with just a few years ago with the recent pandemic. It was like a forced layoff. So it's not like people chose to stop working out, but there's some lessons that we can take from that. I didn't work out in the gym for a few months at a time on multiple occasions, so this is basically just showing you that taking a little bit of time off won't actually set you back as much as you think it will, unless your dreams are to be Mr. Olympia or to be the best powerlifter in the planet, then you're going to have to find a way to get back to doing your sport to the highest ability possible, but if you're like me, where it's just health is the number one priority, you can do other forms of exercise that you have access to. You won't really have to start from scratch as soon as you get back to training, depending on how much time you took off. That'll determine how much time you'll need to get back to your old baseline. So taking a break when you're burnt out really isn't that big of a deal and could actually really benefit you. When I had the time off from the gym, I switched up my own training. I really focused on the mobility work, which usually takes a back seat when I have access to the gym and weights. But over the past three years, I've been focusing on my mobility, so my range of motion and my control over that range of motion improved just like a crazy amount. Now, when I got back to the gym, I was fully prepared to start working out again. It's not like I spent the off time doing nothing, so my body's just completely stiff. I was still moving in other ways, doing other forms of activity, not just lying or sitting down for 23 hours a day. Humans just aren't built to sit and lie down all the time, even though it just feels so relaxing sometimes. So when I worked on that mobility, I noticed my squat was a lot better. I was able to sink lower in a sumo deadlift position. So my my sumo squat, my, my adductors and my abductors especially, I noticed a huge change. My hips were just way more mobile. Mind you, there's still a lot of work to be done, but it's still trending in the right direction. There's way to benefit from doing other forms of exercise. A break could be like a breath of fresh air into your training. You start to feel a bit of soreness again. Not a crazy soreness, but you feel those things again, those newbie gains kind of uh, progress at first, which could be uh, actually great to see if you've been in a plateau, which may have been part of the reason you felt burnt out in the first place. Question two. Why focusing on strength can help you look and feel better. When it comes to improving your health, it's no question that, and studies show this, that building your strength could improve your health in so many ways, especially when it comes to looking and feeling better every day. I've seen this one many times, especially my older clients who some of them can barely walk without the need for some kind of support or just getting off of the couch without using their hands. When you get older, it seems like that's just an inevitability, but this is yet another reason why building up your strength will be beneficial for everyone. So the first step towards that is to switch your mindset. Stop looking at yourself in the mirror and criticizing every single inch of your body. You have to step away from the mirror and probably also step away from the scale if you're constantly worried about some kind of weight change in either direction. Your body fluctuates all the time in terms of weight, in terms of how you feel, in terms of what you think your maintenance metabolism may be. There's so many factors to take into account and you can't, uh, you can't possibly track them all. It becomes even more complicated if you're a female because of the hormone changes you go through daily or weekly or monthly. When you're building strength, your body has no choice but to change in a more positive way. I mean, in terms of body composition. So you're putting on muscle, getting rid of some fat. 
And if you're constantly looking at the scale, it might seem like you're headed in the wrong direction or making no progress, but it'll show up on your body in terms of how your shape starts to slim down. Even though the number on the scale may not move, things are happening inside of you, inside your body that the scale will not tell you or show you. If you're focused on getting stronger, without sacrificing form of course, over time your workout volume is growing. The weight you're lifting is more than before, or you're doing more reps or more sets or less time between sets. That's when you're building, shaping, sculpting your body. Now you can't necessarily target a specific area, but when you're burning fat off of your body it comes off everywhere just a tiny bit. And you're not going to notice those little changes, those microscopic changes that happen every day if you look at yourself every single day. There's a lot of ways to train your body or get into shape. Uh, a few common ways are doing a bunch of cardio, so that might mean walking or running until you burn so many calories, or they have classes that are pretty hit focus, high intensity, and you're trying to burn as many calories in under an hour. Those classes are structured sometimes as do this exercise and get as many reps as you can in a minute. These can be great sometimes, but as a main way to lose weight, this can only get you so far until you start sacrificing form in order to get more reps. It's inevitable. If we're talking long-term sustainable progress though, lifting and trying to get stronger during your workouts, a traditional, well-structured program is, I think, the best way. Here's why. If you're tracking your workouts and have a plan to get stronger over the next few months, your body has no choice but to change because of the stress you're putting on it. If you're only able to squat the barbell only, so 45 pounds, at first that might be super difficult for some people, but practicing with just the bar on your back, doing a few reps, having your body get used to that stress, your body's just going to build and get stronger over time. I have this client, not too many years ago, we started to work out, she was crazy into walking all the time, she was skinny, but she didn't have much muscle or lean body mass. She told me the only way she was able to maintain her weight was to walk two or three hours a day on top of her already physically active job. We started lifting with weights a few years ago. She just uh, started off doing just the barbell on squats, so that's just 45 pounds on her back. I still remember the first session. She was struggling with the weight. She was saying it was too heavy, and she was also a little bit shaky. But here's the thing. The body adapted to that quickly. We practiced with that 45 pounds on her back for a few weeks, maybe a month, and all of a sudden she was able to squat that weight no problem. Just a few sessions, getting used to the weight, the form, the practice was key. Her nervous system was able to adapt to the stress we were putting on it. Over time, she's gotten stronger because we tracked her workouts, we were able to add some weight to the bar, then a few months later, she would come back to me when we were finally doing 95 pounds on her back, so a 25 pound on each side of the bar. She came up to me and she was like, oh my god, do you remember when I couldn't even uh, squat just the bar, now it's so light, and now my daughter keeps complimenting me, saying I have a big butt? <laughs> that strength that she developed over time, she may not see it initially, but others around her knew that something had changed. She got stronger, which forced her body to change. Now, the same girl, about two or three years later, she's squatting 135 pounds for some sets. So that's a 45-pound plate on each side. And she's almost able to do that completely on her own with confidence, which is just mind-blowing. 
She never thought she'd be able to lift that much weight, but after focusing on strength for so long, she's gotten stronger, and a side effect of that is that she's shaped and sculpted her body in ways that would have never happened had she been doing her power walks every day, which was she was doing for years with no results. That kept her skinny, but she didn't have any strength and no real shape to her body, which was what she was lacking. Now, she's been loving the way she looks, and I mean, she eats a lot of food and does not even put on <laughs> any body fat, basically. Getting stronger, I mean, one of those uh, main reasons I like to train that way is because of the injury prevention benefits that are proven. If you train properly and you're smart with your training and don't overreach or overtrain, make sure first that you're stable before jumping up in weight. It might take some time to add weight to the bar, but you'll see. If you track your workouts, you will be getting stronger in some way. The results are going to come. You just have to trust the process when it comes to this. Find a way to enjoy the journey because you're going to be on the path a lot longer than however long you think you'll have your dream body. So focus on getting strong if you haven't gone through a workout phase like that. And I guarantee you'll be happy with the benefits that come out of it. And that concludes episode 100 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Copon on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast.